Everybody got a beer? Yes. Yes. So we wanted to start this show a little differently because, uh, you know, we wanted to make sure everybody knew how to find us on social media and that and that we have the Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles show, but also we got a King show, a Ram show. There's there's a ton of different wait, ways to find there's us. there's more. <laughs> there is <laughs> always right. more. Call That's now. That's right. The Guys in Shorts family of podcasts. So this, of course, is the Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles and like the Los Angeles Lakers, the flagship of yes, all of them. The flagship, or, or <laughs> the as Eric dubbed it, the uh, original recipe. O- original I recipe, like that yeah. One. yeah. Or, or I mean, just the greatest sports podcast in yeah. podcast history. The, the greatest. You can call it any of those. That's of the marquee franchise of Guys in Shorts. Yeah. But there's also the Kings Show, the Guys in Shorts Kings Show. They do a weekly podcast during the hockey season, but also uh, they'll throw a, a few every now and then in the off season to talk about. God knows what yeah, goes on in hockey. Yeah, they get pent up, and, those hockey yeah. fans. They need to, <laughs> they need to right. let loose every once in a while. <laughs> That's right. And also, starting up for football, we'll have the Rams show. Oh, yes. Hopefully you guys have more to talk about this season. Oh, oh we ho- do. Hopefully <laughs> more wins. You already do, yeah. The good thing about the Rams show is just going out tailgating, because some of the best stuff just comes from the fans just randomly. Yeah. Some good times out there at the Coliseum. Yeah, so, so the Rams show, don't miss that. And then uh, we're looking to expand... The family of podcasts in the future, Hammer and Vic. You guys got. You're looking some. at me, yeah. The since my segments are getting cut to 30 seconds or less, uh, yeah, we're looking. I've been gone these last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you have not kept it to 30 seconds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, I'm like a an eagle. You cannot, you know, clip these wings. I need to set free and soar. So, <laughs> right through his wings, buddy. GIS right. soccer show is something yeah. in the works. Guys in shorts FC. We're we're working on it. We're we have the Twitter page. That's we're beta right. testing it. Victor and I are. We'll have something coming soon. Love that. Looking That's forward nice to little it, guys. tease. Yeah, yeah. And so, with that, we just wanted to clear the air that each of those shows also have. A Twitter feed. So, of course, you want to follow the flagship show, and that's at Guys in Shorts LA. But if you're a Kings fan, you want to follow the Kings guys at GIS Kings Show because you can get your more in depth Kings news and yeah, they and, dig and all they that dive stuff. Deep. And, yeah, and and those guys are those guys are a they're a riot. They are a <laughs> so you want to follow yeah. them on follow us first and yes, then follow us first. Them. Yes, yes. and then if you have the space on your Twitter, is Jeff you a seventy year old man? They're a hoot. Jeez, <laughs> oh, golly, they, they are a delight. They are just the bee's knees. Those guys, <laughs> aces. Uh, and then also, if you're a Rams fan, be sure to follow. Uh, the Ram Show at G I S Ram Show. Darren runs that oh, yes. page over there, and you are killing it, my friend. Thank you, yeah. thank you. You're doing. I your love the fans out there, the Mob Squad, yeah. the Ramley. Nice. <laughs> they all love to talk about it. Yeah, that is a that is a good group. And and for the uh, the guys in shorts FC show, uh, that Twitter page which is already up, and you want to jump on there. That's at G I S Soccer Show. So, and of course, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. And uh, and and if all of this was over your head and you're driving and didn't want to write any of it down, we're just gonna, go to our website, guysinshorts.com. We're gonna make note cards to pass out and <laughs> diagrams with arrows right. and yeah, <laughs> matrices. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna figure this all out. That's right. All right, swears. let's let's get this show started, shall we? Yeah, hit record. <laughs> We 
are, guys in short sports Los Angeles. We made it to August. That means baseball is pushing closer to the postseason. Basketball and hockey are right around the corner. And football. Training camps have started. That's right. Yes, it has. The Rams reported for camp, although not all of them. Our own Darren Basa was there, and he'll be reporting on that. The MLB trade deadline has come and gone. And if there's one thing we learned, the Dodgers are all in. Ah, red hot. Yeah. The Angels, not so much. We'll be talking about all that, plus the Galaxy. Let's get to it. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. He's talking loud. I don't understand. Walking around like they the two big How you think that? I'm about to spit facts. I, love- I walk in Reebok and I need to walk in Is that... Is that- is that Vic's new entrance music? That's Victor's music. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I love it. That that's Shaq, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Shaq, Shaq, Distant Lavar. I love it. I love it. Nothing like a good diss track. Darren Basa. Oh, where or oh, where did Aaron Donald go? Oh, where oh, where could he be? Oh, I love it. Come on. It's a perfect combination of your Ram fanness and you being a dad. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, seriously. Ooh, true. Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. USA. 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 We did it. We won the CONCACAF Gold Gold Cup last week since last we spoke. I didn't even realize. Yeah, the U.S. men's national team beat Jamaica in the final, and we are champions once again. That's fantastic. Of the CONCACAF. Yay, us. That's that's great. Great news. (laughs) And back from the dead, D1 himself. Ben Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. Oh. Oh, I miss being I miss being on the podcast. Oh, we missed you, buddy. Thank you. It, well done by the way, these last couple of weeks. I there was I was yelling at the at the stereo sometimes because you guys are just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But that's what we wanted. I enjoyed I enjoyed the interview. I enjoyed you guys' commentary. And uh, you guys are way too rainbows and butterflies for me. <laughs> but good there, job. There was a few things we did that were like, there's no way we could have got we away with not, that. Not, Done it no way. here now. Yeah. yeah, let's not gloss over the fact that Ben said he listens to us on his stereo. Yeah. Oh. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hi-fi? Yeah. At that's home? How, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you Tebow it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I don't Tebow it. <laughs> you Tebow the podcast. Man, shots oh. fired already. Oh. Hey, welcome back. You walked into the lion's <laughs> yes. den, my friend. I love it. It is great to have you back, <laughs> my right. friend. Thank and you. Congratulations is in order. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. And to all of our female listeners. I have to give you guys credit when you have kids because watching my wife work with the two kids, and I'm doing the best I can to help out, Yeah. but I'll tell you what, you women are the toughest creatures in the world, and so thank you very oh, much that's nice. to Shout my wife so Stephanie true. and to so all women true. out there who have children. Shout this out guy to moms. is getting so many brownie points off wow. of that. Yeah, so okay. He's going to play this yeah. for her later. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to sports, shall we? <laughs> Let's do it. Dodgers making some moves. Yes. Vic. Why don't you fill us in on what happened today before the trade deadline? Right before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Oh, before that, Giants suck. Giants <laughs> suck. Giants suck. Hey, they played us pretty tough in game three. <laughs> yeah, but still. Oh, yeah. that's that. That's cute. That's real cute. They still lost. Uh, <laughs> all right, so take a seat. I have some stats for you guys. You ready? Oh, oh are they useless always. or are they useful? Probably both. But here we go. You guys ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Dodgers recorded their 14th sweep of the season, the most in the majors. They are 43 games over 500. Wow. They have the best record in the majors. To put this into perspective, the D-backs and Rockies have both won 60 games. That's more wins than the Yankees, Indians, Red Sox, and Royals, and they are hanging on to the wild card spot. Wow. Yeah, which, and, and if you... I was going to say, if you look at the Angels' record, you know, they're like just, five <laughs> games under, and they're still competing for that second wild card yeah. spot. Well, I was just going to say to Jeff, how does that all make you feel? Because I actually want to puke right now. Yeah, that's impressive. That's sickening. They have won thirty-nine of the last forty-five games, and they just picked up the ace of the Texas Ranger, Yu Darvish, yes. in a trade without giving up their top two prospects or a single player on their twenty-five uh, man roster. That's I mean, the that, best part. And to add to that, if you look at the players that they gave up, it was positions that they've already locked down for the next yep. tw- 10 years anyway. Yeah. I, I know one yeah. of the guys was exactly. a shortstop, and it's like, you're not going to break into the league when Corey Seager's already you know, the triple threat, and he's he's going to be the guy that's going to be our Derek Jeter for the next 17 years. So, you know, to watch him go for, you know, for an ace yeah. from the Texas Rangers yeah. to now serve as the replacement for Kershaw while he's out, and potentially as a number two starter in the playoffs when Kershaw comes back, I mean, that is that is a great trade. Yeah, Ben is fully aroused. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Was it really needed for you guys to pick up you, Darvish? Because I, I, isn't Kershaw on his way back? He's already throwing. Or it's an insurance policy. Yeah, it's an insurance policy. But look at this. Look at this lineup. I mean, you're going to have to go through Kershaw, Rich Hill, who has been pitching uh, outstanding the past four or five games. Yep. Uh, Alex Wood, who's twelve and one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryu or Ryu, however you pronounce his last name. Uh, a, you know, a left-hander who, who's going to give you. Th- he might give up three runs, four runs. Yep. in a game, um, but the Dodgers have enough firepower where that's actually good enough. Yeah. And here's the, here's the crazy part about you, Darvish. I, get, I think this is how like spoiled us Dodger fans have been. I went and looked at his stats, and to be at the to be the ace of the Texas Rangers, he's only six and nine this year with a four point oh one ERA. And this was if not if not Sonny Gray, it's you Darvish one A one B as the best pitchers that were on the trading block this year. And for him to be you know uh, his, the thing about him is that his strikeout ratio is really high. And so the the thinking is you put him on a really good team and you know even if he gives up again two three runs a game he gets those wins because the offense can can win those games for him. And so, uh, as a Dodger fan, you're looking at his stats, and you're like, how is this guy like an ace on a team? But I think it's just because we're so spoiled as Dodger fans to have people like Alex Wood and, and Clayton Kershaw on your team. It's just, it, it just it's kind of mind-boggling blo- bo- uh, mind to me. And and he's been having a down season this year. I mean, as an Angel fan, oh, yeah. I want to say thank you for taking him out of the American League West, because he's been beating up on us for years. Well, Vic said you know, he's been giving up two or three runs, but if you guys look at his last game against Miami, he gave up alone 10 runs in one game. Well, you know, and I read an article about him recently, and it said that he has been tipping off his fastball. And mm-hmm. so that pitchers or that batters have been keying in on when he's going to throw it. So if that's the case, and the Dodgers pitching staff can work with him to mm-hmm. to get it to where he can hide the fastball a little bit better, okay. then maybe we can get that ERA back down and and uh, and 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 get the strikeouts back yeah. up and 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 keep the base hits down. Well, he's lost the five his five games out of the last eight. So I mean, good luck, guys. Well, I don't you know, know if it's necessarily another, a good but, deal. He's but still a talent, to, though. It's, it's, and, and it's, little, and it's yeah, an, he has talent. And, and like they were mentioning earlier, it's an insurance policy. It's not like their entire season is yeah. hinging on, right. on you, Darvish. And the the other pitcher Victor didn't mention either is Kenta Maeda is still a factor as well. Right. So they've still... They're, 
they're stacked in they the pitching position. They pretty much have seven starters. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, historically, I th- I think it's been easier to go from the American League to the National League as well. Even though the National League West, as Ben mentioned earlier, is red hot right now. But I think tra- <laughs> traditionally yeah. that move has yeah. been easier. And with the right pitching staff working with them, talking about guys who work with Kershaw mm-hmm. and have turned wood, wood into an amazing pitcher this season, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that the Dodgers can make it work because there's talent there. You yeah. Darvish is a yeah. talent. There's no question about that. A- absolutely. He, he's got the stuff and and maybe uh, the Dodgers can, can bring it back out. And if not, then it's not like you gave up Anything that's going to hurt your chances this this season, anyway. Well, and right, and t- looking into the playoffs because the Dodgers are at a point right now where if even they played five hundred ball, they're making the playoffs yeah, this year. That's a great. So, I, I was I was kind of thinking, you know, what what take do you know or you know should we start to talk about with respect to the Dodgers and that they're at a point right now where they're if they finish the season on the on the winning not the winning streak but at the percentage that they keep winning at like around 700 they're going to have 114 wins which puts them wow. equal to what the 96 Yankees were and when wow. they won the world series so the question is are the Dodgers good enough right now to be in the same conversation with those 96 Yankees or are they going to be like the 116 win Mariners who Ugh. Win 116 games in the regular season and then lose (laughs) and not even make it to the World Series. Well, let me ask you this, because this is actually a similar issue going on with your Raiders as a young team. Yeah. Uh, Well, the Dodgers really aren't that young. I I suppose they do have some more. But if you think about the, I mean, you've got Kershaw, who's 29 years old. You've got Rich Hill, who's 36. Their pitching staff, for the most part, are all in their early 30s or in their late 20s, which is what you're going to need to count on. And then you've got Adrian Gonzalez. You've got Andre Ethier coming back off of injury. So you're going to have that. If you need to go to the to the older guys t- for the experience you can always bring them back in if yeah. Cody Bellinger stops hitting or something like that but the Dodgers are such a complete yeah. team right now that there there isn't a piece i mean it, it seems like I've been a hater on the Dodgers, you know and and but I start I said this season I think that they're going to win the World Series I didn't expect to see what we're seeing right now and and I and I I think looking forward right now I I I'm willing to tell you right now if Kershaw were to not come back the Dodgers will still win the World Series this year. Wow. <laughs> That's bold. That is a bold prediction <laughs> because, right there. I love it is it. Because if you look up and down their lineup, Jock Peterson is hitting in the seventh hole and Puig is hitting in the eighth hole. And what that tells you is that that pitcher from the opposing team cannot take a batter off. Mm-hmm. Because when you start getting into the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth innings, Assuming that your starter, you know, starts to get their number, their their pitches elevated into the, you know, 98, 100, 110, you can start to pinch hit with an Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah. In the seventh inning, and then the following inning, right. you can pinch hit with uh, uh, Andre Ethier. You know. See, Jeff, this is what we call depth. <laughs> okay. The Angels have none of it. Yeah. <laughs> there is not a single hole, and then you've got Jansen the closing. No, the there eighth. really isn't. This is the team. This is the team. This is the best Dodgers team that they have assembled since I've been alive. So if it's not this yeah. year, then well, and next so, year. But the thing is, is that they've set themselves all those up. Pieces are still there. They're all still there, and they're not really old, right? I mean, when you think about Adrian Gonzalez, mm-hmm. he's he's already past his prime. But if if and, and I think he's got one more year on his contract, and he's going to be a guy that will DH against the American League, and he's going to be a guy that can pinch hit, you know, and he's a guy that you can trust. Yeah. But, I mean, Bellinger is young. Seager's young. Forsyth is young. Now, in a few years or in a year or two, we're probably going to have to replace Justin Turner. But I'm telling you that I think that 
starting today, for the next five to six years, this could be like the the, the, the dynasty that the Yankees saw in the late nineties and early two thousands. That's that's as good as this. Ooh, team I love when Ben gets oh, all yeah. rainbows and butterflies. I'm just gonna say, that. Ben, you are all rainbows and butterflies it's, today. Uh, I, it looks good on you, my it's friend. Fantastic. You want to come sit over here with me? Hey, you know, listen get, off the get hay off couch. My cake no, couch. What we've been seeing, I mean, you, there hasn't been a blemish. On the Dodgers right now, the, yeah. The, well, Ben you know, can't even find a way to complain about let's, this. Yeah. Let's look at this. <laughs> they they were down one nothing to the Giants yesterday, and they come in and they tie it in the ninth. And and it was funny. I was watching that, and in the ninth inning, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to come no, back. I, I felt so comfortable. It's only one run with, with loaded bases, yeah, with, and I thought, yeah. oh, you know what? Uh, They're going to win it, it in was, the ninth. Uh, was it Bellinger? Well, Bellinger came up with bases loaded, and I thought the... Bellinger's going to hit a grand slam here. Like it was just, <laughs> it was almost a foregone conclusion that they were going to win, and I was disappointed yeah. when when he you know, flew out or something. Yeah. So then, in the eleventh inning, they give up they give up a run. So I'm like, oh shit, okay, you know, if the Giants are going to win one of three, and then they come back in the bottom half of the yeah. inning and they score two runs. That's just the that's what that tells you is that the Dodgers there's no there's they never give up. There is there is bark in that dog, man. Yeah, and they learned that from the Angels. Vic wanted to <laughs> jump in here with something. Yeah, sorry, Vic. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I, the thing is, I think other teams feel it, and I think other teams are playing on their heels the entire, you know, nine innings because they also know that this team can come back at any time. That, like Ben said, there's nobody in in the lineup that you can take a rest on. Anybody in that lineup can hit a home run at yep. any time. Yeah, um, and I mean, that's scary. Yeah, Puig, that's really Puig is hitting scary. the eighth position, and he's got like 18 home runs. Jacques is yeah, hitting, he leads, he he's he's second on the team in RBI. Yeah, Jacques Jacques Peterson, and and so think about it, right? So if if you if you're if the main part of your lineup, right, you got Justin Turner, Bellinger, and you got those guys. Let's say they you know they don't score a run. The following inning, you're starting at the seventh spot with with. Uh, uh, Jock Peterson and then you know uh, Puig and then you pinch hit for the you know the pitcher spot if you need to and then you're into the top part of your lineup. Where are you, where are you taking a break? I mean, yeah. like I think I think looked at the at the averages. Five of the of the of the eight Dodgers are hitting 300 or better. Blah 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 oh, blah 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 blah. And the nice. guys and the guys that are not <laughs> like Bellinger, who's batting like 265 or 270, he's got 28 home runs. So I'm telling you, man, that leaves the team in RBIs. Yeah, it's it's badass, dude. <laughs> this is this is. This is like the Lakers dynasty, you know, from the 80s. I'm telling you, <laughs> oh, man. this is what it could it be. Keeps getting this, better. this is what it could be. They're wow. Call, they're calling up guys from the minor leagues to hit walk-off game winners. This <laughs> That's is crazy. unbelievable. Yeah. 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 So how are the it's Angels like, doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 just, that's, just right that's just mean. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. Well, I mean, before we move on, any more uh, rainbows and butterflies you want to puke all over the room? No. <laughs> that's, that's I think, I think I've got it all piece. off my yeah. chest. I feel pretty good about myself <laughs> right now. Now uh, get off the hate yeah, couch. You were, you were built up for a few weeks. <laughs> Dude, was, uh, I'll yeah. tell you, they just they had that it factor. And they they have not had that it factor since 88. And they've got it right now. And I, I realize that it's regular season and that you can't just, like, I mean, the Golden State Warriors of 2016. You, yeah. you can't just say, oh, it's the best regular season team. It's going to translate to a championship. But I, I hope... I pray and 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 here's the here's the the greatest part is if they don't this is the, the window is opening. Yes, it's yeah. not closing. So if it doesn't happen this year, it could happen next year. It could happen the year after. But I I, I truthfully believe that there isn't a team out there in baseball right now that could beat the oh. Dodgers four out of seven. Yeah, and, and, and don't I, forget, Magic already called it. Magic yeah. already called uh, it and said they're winning this year. I, so I didn't like that. It's a done deal. 
I didn't like that. I thought Magic Baseball is a very superstitious game. I was like, Magic, don't say it out loud. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. But, but I feel you. Yeah, I hear he what you're saying. taking a cue from uh, Pat Riley. <laughs> yeah. And just my, my final point is the San Francisco Giants fans were quick to point out you can have the best re- record, but it doesn't mean it if you don't win the World Series. And I just want to say, you know, Giants fans, pipe down. You're in last Ooh. place by about <laughs> 9,400,000 games. So just keep it down. Let yeah. us enjoy this. All right. Stay in your lane. Vic didn't. Stay in your lane. You did it. Our very own Jordan Heckman pointed out on our uh, Facebook, our Guys in Shorts Facebook group, that the Dodgers have more wins over 500 than the Giants have total wins. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that <Wow>. is amazing. <laughs> Now that's a useless stat. Yeah. Useless stat of the week by Victor Castellan. <laughs> He's back. Well, I'm happy for you guys. Congratulations on a on a great season so far. Let's see you turn All it the around. best. I want to see you turn it around, Mr. Wilson. How about them angels? Uh, Darren Besa. Well, you know, I can't get too excited like these uh, Dodger guys over here in the studio. The Angels, on the other hand, uh, did not have a very good week. Last week, we played the Cleveland Indians. And uh, honestly, guys, I really have nothing to uh, really report on that one because it, it, it was a pure shit show. We had no offensive production whatsoever. Cleveland won overall run score, 23 runs, while the Angels only scored about 12 runs. Just to kind of give you an idea of what Pujols did uh, during that series, he went 0 for 15. So, Ben, I know you're loving that stat right oh, yeah. there. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> oh, that's, that's 0 for 15. He bounced back against Toronto. Yes, yes. Well, we, the, Once we left uh, Cleveland, we were headed to your favorite country, by the way, Canada. <laughs> dare you! <laughs> Shut your face. And, and what looked like a promising... Uh, few three games it was actually to the point where i thought to, our, to myself we could actually sweep a team the first time we would actually sweep a team since uh, may of this year uh we won the first two games and going into that third game it was the bottom of the ninth and the angels are up roughly six or seven points or so uh. and we just took a golden shit right you, on the mound <laughs> you guys blew a six-run lead we blew a six-run lead and Vic, i kind of blame after, you yeah that's after Vic's yeah stat of the week last week so Vic, i kind of blame you on this one because we took that golden shit on the mound because uh, Brooke Pounders and Bud Norris, they could not close out the game and just get a measly uh, three outs. And nice work, it's, it's just horrible. That was rough. Horrible whatsoever. I, I'm a little uh, upset, though. I set you up to give the Pujols stat. He hit two home runs and Oh, what do you do when for- he goes 0-15 <laughs> on that series before that? Come on. You know what? This is a time when you, when you think after the All-Star break that the Angels can go ahead and put something together. We're only five and a half games out, but we still have, what, 52 games left in the season? That's crazy. So, you know what? I'm kind of <laughs> still hoping we can get something, but I'm going to go ahead and keep my mouth shut, in I the towel, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not going to even say that. I'm okay. not going to well, say Well, it doesn't matter now. I mean, the trade deadline is passed, yeah, and, and we, were, we were all curious to see if the Angels would be buyers or sellers, and they were kind of just like their playing has been, eh. Eh. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's kind of been so their we season. Made, we made one trade, mm-hmm. right? We sent uh, David Hernandez to Arizona for uh, right-handed pitcher Luis Madero. CK. Yeah. You ever heard of him? <laughs> you ever heard of him? No. no. Not, not the stand-up comedian. <laughs> no, he's a he's a minor league pitcher. Oh, great. That um, has a, what, an 8.0 ERA? Probably. Yeah. 
So uh, I don't think it's necessarily good for the angels. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry that we uh, we can't be as rainbows and butterflies <laughs> as the Dodgers. Yeah, way to bring things to a sh- <laughs> yeah. screeching halt. Screeching halt right there. <laughs> Step on the brakes. I have to give you guys but, credit that you're still watching games, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I still watch. I'm, a, I'm still a fan. I no mean, football what. season hasn't started yet, so <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that, that mean you're gonna bow out during football that season? Come, that coming <laughs> from rainbows and butterflies on Sundays, anyway. You need, you need to take over Ben's spot on the hay couch. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, though, we'll be talking Rams and Galaxy, and oh, maybe a little Lucha Vavoom. Oh yes. What? Yeah, we'll touch on that. Oh yeah, right after this. You love guys in short sports. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to spit on it to get it in, you know? <laughs> and you love your LA Kings. We've gone on a 3-0 losing streak, getting bit Ouch. by the Coyotes, Panthers, Ducks. Oh, bad puns, yeah. really. That was for you, James. <laughs> now you get the best of both with the Guys in Shorts Kings show. I now have all-star blue balls now. Thank you very That's much. Because uh, you already jinxed the jinx. You can't do that shit. Uh, you blame Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they lose? Brexit. Brexit. We All fly right. at 11. <laughs> Search Guys in Shorts Kings show on iTunes or SoundCloud. We are back. Oh, oh. stereo on that That's a one. Two for one. Yeah, shout out to the Kings guys. See you guys do two for one. Yeah, the two for boom. How about this Thursday? Guys in shorts representing at Lucha Vavoom. Uh, Hammer, you discovered yes. this. Why don't you fill us in on what this is and what we can expect? So when we were talking about our overreactions episode, and I mentioned one of the greatest things that we've ever seen, or that I've ever seen, was Lucha Vavoom. I'll, I'll, I'll back that up. Which is masked Mexican wrestling and burlesque dancing. Oh, and so, that's a great combo. You know, we reached out and we're at, they invited us to come check out the show. So on Thursday, we will be at Lucha Vavoom yes. to see it live and in person. Oh. And then we have some interviews set up to discuss, you know, meet with the, the creator as well. So look for a special episode coming soon dedicated especially to one of the greatest sporting events Los Angeles has to offer. Lucha Vavoom. This is their 15th anniversary show this Thursday at the Mayan Theater in downtown Los Angeles, which if you haven't been there, the venue alone is worth the price of admission. Absolutely worth the price of admission. And then you throw in the wrestling and the burlesque dancing and then the comedians. There's going to be a comedian battle, tournament style battle royale with the wrestlers. It's I remember you get there and even when you're just hanging out before it starts, they're playing these just random clips of old school Mexican old Mexican movies movies because back the luchadors luchadors were the movie stars of their time. Yeah. So they'd have these basically like basic cable lifetime movies, but the luchadors with their masks would be the heroes of these movies. So these are playing in the background while you're getting your drinks and getting ready for the show. And then the Mayan with the, you know, the, the style oh, of the yeah. theater yeah. around it. It's, it's just, perfect. It's a perfect atmosphere, perfect venue. And then the show on top of it yeah. is way over the top and amazing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah. it and, and, and reporting on it. Cause I'm going to, yeah. I'm excited to share. Cause as much as I hype it up, there's no way that I can. You're not. I you're not deliver. underselling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think it's going to be worth dedicating yeah. a little special episode with some interviews and some some background and yeah. you know that's why you got to make sure to follow us on Twitter because we'll definitely be nice. tweeting yeah. and taking pictures and. Or and if you're not doing on. anything on Thursday night, yes. get yourself out to. I think there's still Absolutely. tickets available. Yes, tickets are still available. Get out to the Mayan LuchaVavum.com. Exactly how you think it's spelled. It will not disappoint. Yeah, it will not <laughs> you, disappoint. You will not be disappointed. And if you are, Hammer will give you your money back. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee it. 
But there's yeah. no possible way that's, you would that's be why disappointed. I, that's why so, I'm back. So it both up. of you guys have actually witnessed this live. Yeah. Oh yes. Hammer found it, or your brother my found brother, it. My years brother's ago. a wrestling, yeah. a wrestling nerd, and he knows about these underground wrestling shows. Yeah. And he and discovered they invited this. invited me along, and, and oh. so this I is had kind no of no idea what to expect. <laughs> and it sounds like it a sounds blast. fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing. It does. Yeah. Is there a yeah. code word to get in? Is it that, there, like there underground? Should be. There it's should not be. that <laughs> underground, but, but yeah, you can buy it's tickets. It's legit. Thing. It's the yeah. real deal. It is the real so, deal. If you can get tickets and you want to meet us out there, go for it. Otherwise, stay tuned to this space. Yeah, hear more. Yeah, about we'll it. be uh, we'll be giving updates on that for sure. All right, how about the Rams training camp has started? Yes, Darren Besa was. There. I was indeed there. And this is a second year that the Rams, actually UCI has hosted the Rams. And guys, you guys need to get out there. The rookies actually reported last Wednesday, and I thought the Rams organization did a very good job in kind of keeping everybody informed on the, the rookies coming in uh, throughout the day. They actually, uh, Danny Kleppinger, who's actually kind of the, the uh, Alex Curry of the Angels, she kind of reports oh, okay. on the Angels players. Um, Danny just kind of did like a behind-the-scenes issue of the dorm rooms that all these players are staying in over at the village over at UCI and uh, you know what you go into these dorm rooms over at uh, UCI where these rookies are coming in they get a fridge they get a bed and they get an AC and Eric by the way you're spilling on your shirt what's going on <laughs> you can't take- yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that was off mic you're just supposed to power through no, no I'm gonna call you right that's, un- your beard. that's unprofessional <laughs> Hammer's got a drinking I was, problem. I was so enthralled by your story that I, I missed my mouth with that beer. Hammer, you're hammered. So you Jeff are. and Eric are both 70 years old. Jeff uses 70-year-old language, and Eric drinks like a 70-year-old. Do you have a straw? We got some spillage. You need a nipple on that. I, I, I'm used to a sippy cup in my house. So. Oh, great pod, great pod. Okay. So, so anyways, uh, as, the rookies, as the rookies go ahead and report it on Wednesday, by Thursday, the big question on everybody's mind is... If Aaron Donald is going to go ahead and report. Nope. Both Sean McVay, Les Needs saying that they don't quite know what's going to go ahead and happen. By Friday morning, 10 a.m., that's when the check-in time was supposed to happen. 89 out of the 90 players reported. Mm. One not reporting. Anybody want to take a gander on yeah. who that was? Jared Goff. most important player. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Jared Goff. <laughs> not Jared Goff. Not Cooper Cup. Yes. Aaron <laughs> Donald. Uh, uh, brutal. It is brutal. You know, he is the number one defensive tackle, and he's probably the last person that we don't want to see show up to camp. We need to see him there. We need to see what kind of production he's going to fall under uh, Wade Phillips in this new scheme. And it's unfortunate that this contract is still not signed. I understand where Aaron Donald is coming from. As a number one tackle, he's getting paid $1.8 million, and next year he's going to be on the record for $6.7 million. So he's not getting paid at this moment in time, but who knows what's going to happen towards... Uh, if get you were getting closer. paid to go to work, would you go to work? If I was the number one tackle... Listen, no, 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 that's not my question. Million, that's not my question. If I signed a contract, I'd go to work. Okay, but has he signed a contract? Well, he signed his rookie contract, so he's still under his rookie contract. Okay, but I mean, he feels like he's worth more money, so hold out. He's got leverage. Well, he doesn't have leverage. Yes, he does. He, well, he could just sit out. He, yeah, he can sit out, but why not do this towards ne- or next year? He could get paid more. I, I understand both sides of the equation. I understand where the Rams are coming from. I understand where Aaron Donald is coming from. But overall, we need the guy. Should the Rams sign him? 
Yes, they should sign him. Should he should he sit out? Yes, he's making a point. This is about business. The good thing to report about this is that the lines of communication are open. The Rams are talking to his agents. His agents are talking to the Rams. No, it's not happening very fast, but hopefully it'll happen shortly. So, Darren, I have a question uh, on this camp that you guys go to. Yeah. Th- this is just drills, right? No pads, no contact. Right? Is- Hold on. No, no, let me finish. Yeah. You guys, yeah. the quarterback <laughs> throws dry passes to a receiver with nobody on him. A running back grabs the ball and cuts through a line where there's no defense. He makes a couple of jukes, and then he stops, and he goes back and does it over again. So what's the interest level so, that fans have in training? Translation, <laughs> what sell Ben on getting off of his couch <laughs> and leaving his house <laughs> All right. and possibly sitting in some traffic on the 5 freeway to I mean, go down to UCI? Yeah, please. Well, first of all, you're saying issues like no pads. The first three days are no pads, okay. but yes, by the fourth practice, there are pads. Okay. They actually do some tackling, and yes, they do cover the guys. In addition to that, if you look at the training camp, it's nice to see these guys in person. These guys are huge. If you look at number 77, Andrew Whitworth, it looks like he ate a goddamn fridge before he stepped on the field. <laughs> Is he part of J.G. Wentworth 8776 now? <laughs> there you go. Wow. Is that, is that, wow. is that, is that the show title right there? And you're calling us old? Seriously. <laughs> Come on, man. He's on Judge, that's the commercial on Judge Judy. Yeah, you should see our offensive lineman, Salito Barnes. <laughs> 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 Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys, 800-888-888. There it is. Don't wait. Oh, Call me. We're cutting wow. all this out. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, listeners, you know I apologize for that. Going to training camp is is definitely a, a good experience. Last year, uh, if you go out to the bleachers, uh, there is no shade whatsoever. This time, there is shade. In addition to that, this year, they kind of stepped it up a bit. There's a kids' combine area. You can get autographs from some of the players every practice. Um, after practice, they... Uh, have one of the teams, whether that's the special teams, quarterbacks, or tight ends, or offensive line, they come out and sign autographs for the kids. Uh, this year, they kind of stepped it up a bit because they have a beer garden this year. Something nice. that, Ben, Ooh. they have a beer garden. Are you going to come out there for a beer garden? I got, <laughs> I, got a kegerator, I got a kegerator at my house, so the answer yeah. is no. Even if this was a <laughs> Rangers <laughs> camp? No, I still wouldn't go. They're in Napa Valley. Now, I mean, if I... No, well, if, if they're local. Was, if I was, no, but if I'm telling you, if I was that serious about it, I'd take a vacation and I'd go up to wine country, right? Uh-huh. No, I'm just not interested. Oh, my gosh. You can see these players up, up close, close. Maybe meet and a few I, of them. And here's my argument. Like that's an appeal. The no pads is actually a selling point to me. Because when these guys have their, you know, full gear on... You know, you don't really get a close look at the athleticism yeah. and, and how they run and their movement. And to see these guys, which, you know, professional athletes in person yeah. are impressive. Yeah. So to see them without pads, running routes and leaping to grab balls, I think that's that's a selling point. Yeah. I would enjoy watching that. I can understand why Ben wouldn't be impressed. I mean, his <laughs> his history and well, Division not, One athletics. I'm not and, saying that I wouldn't be impressed with the athleticism <laughs> of the players, but I mean— I, I heard a statistic the other day that said that the average camp, that. the average camp is getting like eighteen to twenty thousand fans to come out and watch these guys do drills. Talking and about I, and drills, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, that, I was like, <laughs> I mean, there's so, so many. So the in it, the instant it became a popular, cool thing to do, Ben tuned out. No, He's no, like, no, because even no, when I'm it wasn't out. popular, there's no fucking way I would have ever gone. <laughs> so, so I'm not changing my stance just because other people now have found that it's an enjoyable thing to do. So I don't give a shit. Versus way. versus no it training camp, like a parking or just nightmare close to the public. That many well, people no, the way up. I look at it is this, right? I mean, I, I don't care about training camp. I don't care about preseason. 
when week one starts at the middle part of September, guess what? That's when I'm interested because now it counts. Yeah. And they're hitting each other and I'm getting to see the starters. There's nothing worse than watching a preseason game (laughs) and watching your starting quarterback go one series. Yeah. (laughs) And now you're left with four and a half or three and a half quarters of some bullshit play that you don't care about, but you still kind of want to watch because it's your team. I'm not interested. And I wouldn't be interested in watching guys go out and just run route, dry routes, and having a quarterback run just a couple of flats and a couple of uh, whatever the posts, patterns, and stuff like this is bullshit i, I don't You're care a football mind ben I, ben I, welcome to the hay couch <laughs> oh i missed ben crapping on all and our points he's back he's so back. much oh it's good to have the you show back. missed it <laughs> <laughs> but guys you know what I'm, I'm gonna really push for those rams fans out there guys you guys gotta get out there on august 9th don't I'm listen gonna, to ben august 9th guys i'll tell you by the way uh chargers camp is about five miles away Ooh. and on august 9th the uh, rams camp is actually going to be open and Chargers uh, players are actually going to be there. And you guys want to show some some support for uh, us Rams. I know the Rams fans can do it. I heard there's not many Charger fans out there in Costa Mesa. So uh, for those diehard Rams fans, get out there. Yeah, support your boys. Yeah, support your boys. And in comparison to last year, I want to say overall, as far as for the players' perspective, this is a complete turnaround from last season. Seeing Coach Sean McVay run the routes along the wide receivers, along the tight ends, along uh, the running backs, he's next to them all the way. He's a 30-year-old coach. What other coach in NFL nowadays runs next to their players? John Gruden used to do the it. The entire route. Used to, yeah. Yeah. What about nowadays? Nobody. Well, Rex Ryan's got the body for it, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think he does it. <laughs> Not even close. You know, I think Dick Vermeil in his 60s used to do it. When, Did he really? When, when, he, when he was a Rams, that was one of the things I remember reading, and, and it yeah. may or may not be uh, right, but when Dick Vermeil we'll came back that. for his second his second <laughs> tour when he was in his like, mid-60s, uh-huh. that he was out there and that he would you know kind of run routes and stuff yeah. like that, because he was still in relatively good shape, mm-hmm. but obviously, I mean, at his age, he wasn't going to run yeah. near the speed, but yeah. I'm sure that the receivers yeah. slowed down so they and, can run yeah. the coach. <laughs> and you, you know who doesn't run with the teams? Jack Del Rio. Bill Belichick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Of he's, got, he's got his. I don't cam- he runs. Period. <laughs> he's got his cameras on all thirty-one other teams, so he doesn't need to worry about. Yeah, it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Goddamn yeah. cheaters! And you know who's a you know who's a you know who's a Charger fan? I Kobe Bryant. Saw that. Did you see Kobe. that? Yeah. yeah. It's a favor, guys. All it is was yep. a favor. The the media guy from Chargers knows. The Lakers guy, he invited Kobe out there to do a speech. Why don't? Why does They're it, gonna why pay him five hundred thousand dollars and voila. Don't, Why doesn't don't the Rams PR guy know him? Because we don't need that. And Kobe doesn't. Kobe Kobe lives <laughs> well, in Orange County. Yeah, so that's probably uh, yeah. an easier yeah, in, move for him. Well, well Rams are in Orange right County. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, Costa Mesa versus out. Irvine. <laughs> I want to say that the only reason he did it was so that we could turn a Chargers update into a Lakers update, which Ooh, is what well we did with the Clippers. Well done. Yes. Well done. Perfect. Well Further done. Well proving done. my point <laughs> that the Chargers are the Clippers of the NFL in LA. Uh, well <laughs> Boom. I'm gonna That's how you, you do it. <laughs> So, there you go, Jeff. Uh, during this Chargers update, do we have any more Lakers news? No, we're good. <laughs> well, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. Then I guess it's on to the galaxy. Well, no, no, I do have one. One. It's not a, a, a Laker topic, but I do have a question, and I, I posed it to you guys via text message because uh, I'd listened to your your episode where you guys were you're being, a fan, where you were being ridiculous in stereo. Yeah. <laughs> and we appreciate that. We appreciate you're not using the uh, the homing pigeon anymore to send us messages, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, right. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so the question is, is this, is that 
how well do you think Lonzo Ball is going to do as a rookie? There and it is. We met our quota. Oh, yep. <laughs> there it is. Lonzo Ball. There it is. What do you consider a good season for Lonzo? Because I think he's going to have a good year, but he's going to have his struggles defensively, and he's going to learn. He's a rookie, so he's not going to come out and set the league on fire. Okay, if I was to just if, – if you take stats out of it, I think that what I would say would be a good season, and, and I'm kind of old, so maybe you guys remember this, but – I know. Hey. Do you remember when the Golden State Warriors beat, they were the eighth seed, and beat they beat Dallas. the Dallas Mavericks, who were the one seed? Right. And it, it was, they believed that they could win. The right? confidence was so, sky high. So when I look at win totals and you look at statistics, there's a lot that can go, and, and, and you, you can look at a statistic, and Vic does it all the time, where you can, it misleads you and you can come up with something that doesn't make any He's sense. Back. But But I think that at the, at the end of the day, I think that if they're competing – even when they're out of the playoff race yeah. and and they're enjoying each other's company and they're giving each other high fives and, and the culture shifted from what it's been for the last five seasons to something that's more positive, then I would say that it's a success. That's, that's the way I'd look at it. So the best way to measure success is in a way that it's impossible to measure. Yeah, it's the Ben Garcia <laughs> sniff test. <laughs> it is. It's a sniff test. No, it's, it's absolutely right. That's, ab- that's the best way to describe it. Ben because metrics. I, I do. I really hate metrics because I think people hold on to metrics as, as gospel. Yeah. And, and the people that are evaluating them, Vic, don't understand them. <laughs> so oh, I'm just saying oh, that you know, like you know, and I'll use the Mayweather uh, McGregor fight, right? Yeah. I, I, oh boy, going into it, I, I thought, McGreg- oh my god, McGregor's going to get his ass kicked. I know, McGregor's going to get his ass kicked. He's going to get his ass. Ben, kicked. do you do you know anything about boxing yes, and, and I UFC? Do. Yes. He's there's no way in a regular boxing match unless they're unless you know uh, you're not uh, an athlete. Let me explain. Wh- no, 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 no. You don't understand. Mayweather, Mayweather this in a regular boxing match, there's no way. You're not, he's, McGregor doesn't, doesn't even know how to punch. He doesn't punch like a regular boxer. He punches like a UFC fighter. He's Why? A fighter. Because they can punch. No, because they can punch much more openly because they have the threat of all the other things going on. You don't have to just worry in the UFC about somebody punching you. I understand So that when that. they punch, they punch wide open. No, I understand they go for that. all power and everything else, right? I understand and that. And the way Mayweather, the way Mayweather, the way Mayweather wins is he wins by points. He doesn't knock anybody out because you can't That's, hit him. And if you're going to punch as slow as McGregor does, he's not going to co- make contact with him. The only way that McGregor's going to win is if Mayweather still owes money after the taxes that he pays <laughs> off. And he wins the and second he, they, fight. They need to, yeah, they need to have a second fight. So McGregor's going to win so, they're gonna, so they can have a second fight. There's no way McGregor's going to win this match if it's, uh, if it's on the up and up. I disagree. I think McGregor's going to win. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. my God. I do. I do. I think, I think that's... <laughs> Two of you, Call- you and McGregor. Yeah, no, listen, yeah, you and McGregor. Is he fighting? <laughs> no, I don't even think. No, McGregor. Are you kidding me? McGregor's no. in this for the money. He's totally in it for the money. He's not in it for anything else. He's never going to see this kind of money in the UFC. I, I disagree with that. So, uh, listen, oh, I'm not going to get into what was the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else for the Chargers update? <laughs> Big round of applause. We turned the Lakers into boxing, guys. We turned Chargers, <laughs> Chargers, Chargers into Lakers, Lakers into, into boxing. <laughs> and to bring it back to the Dodgers, <laughs> to Ben's point as far as chemistry and guys enjoying themselves, if you've seen any videos of Kike Hernandez this season for the Dodgers, oh, yeah. that he's shows awesome. how important chemistry is. Yeah. Because what he's doing 
doing in the dugout and you could tell he's doing it in the locker room. That team loves each other and yeah. everyone is together. And even uh, a couple nights ago, uh, Justin Turner and a bunch of the players went to a Garth Brooks concert. So these guys are even hanging out wow. after the games. And I think that says something. The, the Ben Garcia sniff test of guys who enjoy being around each other, like what they're doing, that definitely contributes. Yeah. When things are going well, yeah. it, it's that much more of a, a feather in the cap. He well, does I like sniffing guys. Ben does like to play guys. devil's advocate. To play devil's advocate, though, sometimes that happens when you're doing so well. If the Dodgers were the Angels, maybe they're not going to Garth Brooks concerts. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to the Angels. <laughs> Thanks, Vic. And I to think. bring it to the galaxy. Oh, we got waterfalls, yeah. guys. All right, let's move on to the galaxy and end the show. Oh, man. Hammer! You got some galaxy news for us? Do I? Oh, This past week has been up. an absolute uh, deluge of, of galaxy news. I, since we last spoke, uh, the galaxy have signed a new player, Jonathan Dos Santos. They have fired their coach. I thought we had a Dos Santos. Oh, we have Dos Dos Santos now. Whoa. Oh, hey. <laughs> Strap that's in. A, that joke a... hasn't been said before. <laughs> Cuatro uh, <dos> Santos. <laughs> um, they fired their coach, Kurt Anolfo. They've hired a new coach, Siggy Schmidt, and then they hosted Seattle at home. So there is tons of Galaxy news oh, going man. on right now. And Ben saw my notes oh, and yeah. he almost vomited because oh, a... he saw all the things that I had <laughs> written down. So I'm going to start with their signing. They signed a brand new player, Jonathan Dos Santos, on a $5 million transfer from Villarreal in Spain. And this is a guy who we talked about earlier in the season, the Galaxy possibly signing. He's uh, Giovanni Dos Santos's brother. So he's the brother of one of the current players on the Galaxy. Earlier in the year, he had a $20 million buyout clause in his contract, and they were able to get him for $5 million. So they were able to get him at a better price, on cheap. given it is middle of the season. If they were going to get him in January or February, they would have been well, getting him middle of the season in the European season. Can so. we get those guys to negotiate the Aaron Donald deal? <laughs> we can oh, yeah. somewhere in the middle there. <laughs> Let's get them involved. <laughs> so uh, he's going to be the Galaxy's third designated player, which means he's the last player on their roster who they could pay outside of the cal- salary cap. So this is their last kind of big name signing uh, because they have Giovanni Dos Santos, Roman Allison, Dreamy, Make oh. sure I said it correctly there. Ben, there's your and boy. And then now they have Jonathan Dos Santos, who's going to be their third designated player, unless the rules change in the future. There was, the, the signing was met with mixed reaction because um, he's a solid player, but he's, he doesn't have like that wow factor. He's kind of a grit and grind, a hustle player. He's going to do a lot of the dirty work. So I think if you think that Giovanni Dos Santos is a guy who takes plays off, you're not going to see this from his brother. He's going to be hustling, doing all the dirty work to keep his brother happy, hopefully feeding his brother uh, to score some goals. And so this could be a good thing because if you have, again, going back to that team chemistry, you have two guys who are brothers and they get along and if things are going well, this can be a very good thing. The only knock, we have a little bit of a LeVar Ball situation oh. with their their dad. Their he's, dad really? is also a former soccer player. He's part. He's not their agent, but he's heavily involved with their negotiations. He's leveraged them with the Mexican national team in the past, where if one player didn't c- get called, he didn't send the other brother. So he's kind of leveraging himself. And so those of you who are uh, conspiracy theorists, Jonathan Dos Santos wasn't signed until Kurt Anolfo was fired. And Gio, Gio Dos Santos made some comments about things being done differently, if there was different management. So if you're a little crazy like I am, you would think maybe Jonathan wasn't going to sign until Kurt Anolfo was fired. And maybe this is 
the Dos Santos power play starting out where they're already leveraging uh, their power because this is going to be two, two out of your 10 outfield players are related and represented with the same agent. So they're going to have a lot of leverage if they're unhappy. If they're happy and everything's going well, that's great. But if one of them is unhappy or unmotivated, uh, you know, you can speculate as to what might happen there. You're the eighth best team in a nine team conference. How could you be happy? <laughs> well, this is moving forward. We're moving on. Do you do you like the do you like the pickup? After sleeping on it, it's not it doesn't wow wow me and I'm not thrilled about it, but I don't hate it. He's gonna he's a solid player. He's gonna make the team better. He's gonna do the dirty work. He also is a midfielder, which the galaxy has tons of midfielders. So um we're still going to have to rely on Giassi Zardes, who's been on that milk crate, missing, unable to score goals. We're still going to need to rely on him to score goals. And it doesn't matter. You have Allison Drini, who's a, a great player and has great service, but he can't get he can't do everything. Mm-hmm. So you, you need other players to score goals. And Jonathan Dos Santos is not that guy who's going to score goals, even though he is a good player. So I like the move, but it's not a wow, oh my goodness, a Slatan gotcha. type. Are you guys kind of like the New York Knicks now where you're just poorly run and you got talent on the team but it's just not being put together <sighs> because, you know, just organizationally it's not a good team? Because that's what it sounds like. The Ben Garcia sniff test. <laughs> That's no. I hate that he's 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 not a hundred percent right, but you're in the neighborhood. The way the, the way things were run this season, Kurt Anolfo, I'll get to him. How he was let go. A lot of people thought that it was unfair that he was let go because of the way that management run ran the team. They didn't really give him the players. They didn't really give him a chance. And so you could say that. He was he got an unfair shake because of the way management run this team, and that's why he had such a poor run of games. Although I will say he released a statement where he said he doesn't make excuses and then made the excuse that injuries were the reason why he couldn't be successful, and he was looking forward to injuries not being a factor yeah. so he could prove himself. But I will tell you, we watched him for 20 games, and even with the injuries— there were very, very few moments where I watched the game and thought, wow, what a great ta- tactical move by Kurt Anolfo. So I just, yeah. I, I don't think it was there. I was hopeful, but I, I it maybe was an unfair shake, but at the same token, I don't know that he I, was I an amazing guy. Yeah, I don't think it was an unfair shake at all. I, this team still does not have an identity. Yeah. Like, I don't know what style they're playing. I don't know what they do. I What's don't our know. regular formation? It's, yeah. Yeah, and so, and I blame the coach on that. I mean, uh, you have to come out and you have to have a certain way of playing, and I just, I never saw it with the Galaxy. I think he lost the locker room, the players were unmotivated, a change was needed. So with that being said, out with the old, and in with the old. Oh, we rehired rehired Siggy Schmidt, who is a former Galaxy coach. And so he is now returning to the Galaxy for a second stint. Is this just a placeholder? uh, Well... He may be. He could be. Yeah. In Sounds the, like Phil Jackson coming back for a second tour. <laughs> yeah, for a second run. So he was the coach between... <laughs> How many rings does this guy have? <laughs> he, he, I'm going to get there. Oh, okay. He's the winningest, <laughs> winning, winningest coach in MLS history oh. with more wins than Bruce Arena. So you could say that wow. maybe it's the longevity because he's coached for so long. Sounds promising. But he, he right. coached the Galaxy back between 1999 and 2004. He got them their first ever championship. He's a Southern California guy. Coached at UCLA, led them to some national championships. Uh, He has a lot of knowledge of the league, and 
he he's just he's the right fit. Um, I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about it with all my soccer updates that I have. But <laughs> LAFC hired a coach as well, Bob Bradley of the former U.S. Nas- or formerly coach of the yeah. U.S. national team. And I liked that pick as a coach. He was Me someone too. that was rumored with the Galaxy. But I think Siggy Schmidt is the right guy for the Galaxy because he knows the league, he knows the players, he knows the style of play, he's familiar with the Galaxy organization. So I think this is a good pickup for them. You remember how you're always saying how Seattle was terrible last season and then midway they fired their coach and they turned yeah. it around? Yes. This is the guy they fired. Oh. So, oh. so maybe there's like so. a deja vu reverse <laughs> jinx, something magic going on where we get to have him back. They, the Galaxy actually hired him one year and one day after he was let go from Seattle. So the, a little bit of irony there, especially wow. because they hired him two days before. Who's the Galaxy's next opponent? The Seattle Sounders. There Sounders. it is. There it is. So he, got, <laughs> so he got to play against Seattle with his first game back. So he got to play against some of his old players. So did he tie? Uh, I'm gonna get there. Oh, <laughs> nice segue, Benjamin. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so I'm gonna sp- because I've given you so much soccer news. I'm gonna spare you the details of the game because it was a zero-zero tie. So uh, oh, how could there be details when it's zero-zero? <laughs> Nobody scored. <laughs> gives but, a shit if you threatened. <laughs> he said he's going to spare no, you but, the details. But how, no, but the point is, is that there were details. But like, that there's no that details. You're asking ben. him for details. So just let him. Hey, well, <laughs> can I give you a baseball update when it was one zero? Puig hit a home run. Game was over. That's that, that's, 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 that's a detail. That's yeah. a no. pitcher's duel. <laughs> that's a detail. That's not details. <laughs> that's a detail. So zero zero, nothing <laughs> happened. One guy, but there's a lot of running that goes on, Dan. A oh, lot of flopping. Yeah. But here we go. Here's why this is important. Even with a zero zero tie, it ends the losing streak. So they're no longer on a losing <laughs> a, streak. Oh my gosh! But that's far fetched. They're right still there. on, on a winless winless streak. If you want to go that way, there were positives to the the team. You looked, sound like me talking about the Angels. <laughs> the team looked energized, <laughs> and they they looked like a different team. And to Victor's point of not having an identity, this team looked like they had their positions in the right place. So Siggy oh. at least looked to have some organization. So there were some glimmers going forward. And Seattle coming into this game was red hot, scoring all kinds of goals. So they were able to hold them scoreless. So there there are positives here. Um, I will spare you the details, but spend <laughs> two more minutes talking about that same game. <laughs> you <laughs> asked for it. No, I didn't. I said there shouldn't be no details. <laughs> so that's that's where we're at. Should not have that. It. I have more, but I, I can save it for our guys in shorts FC show. Yes, please. I'm looking forward to that show starting, by the way. Because like the King show, that means that about every third show we're going to go, oh, by the way, why don't you go over to the FC show to go check out soccer news? And it's an hour and a half out of your day. Ben is back Uh, in full force. So feel like that was a lot of pent up, oh, yeah, so Yellow Van Dam oh, and yeah, Ashley still Clark, has to start going. Yeah. <laughs> For Christ's sake. We got to get out of here. Are so you done? LAFC also oh, hired. Oh, there you oh, go. <laughs> There's more. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I can't tell if I'm you're done. serious or not. <laughs> All right. Just in case he's not. I, <laughs> oh, there there it is. That's what I was waiting for. He's Thank back. You. Oh. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can also find us on Facebook or on the internet at guysinshorts.com. Hey, check out our store while you're there. And uh, who's that Who's that snappy guy on the Dodgers that we were talking about earlier? Oh, yeah, Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez. We got some shirts up for Kike. Pick me, Kike. Yeah. 
Grab yourself one of those and uh, leave a voicemail for us at 562-450-3356. And of course, as always, please share, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Do it all. Oh, love it, guys. Yeah, you're, really you're, you're, good stuff. You're soaking this up with the music. <laughs> that music just fires yeah, it up. Ben's playing you off. You, you don't realize Oh, no, that. no, no, no. That's just, I'm, I continue to play the music so you don't step back in and continue to talk some soccer. Yes, safety precautions right there. We're out of here for Victor Gascello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Yella Van Dam and Ashley and uh, Giovanni Dos Santos were also called in for the All Star game this week. Make sure you check them out. <laughs> I get that in. How does soccer uh, have an All Star game when there's no stars? 